All right, Daniel, uh, let's talk a little bit more. You mentioned Amazon a second ago. I did. And I want to bring up a story that I came across on the Dallas Morning News, obviously our local paper here in Dallas, but uh, affects the entire country because uh, the story goes on to talk about how four, over 400 law enforcement agencies have partnered with, previously mentioned, Amazon-owned Ring, so the doorbell kind of security, home security yeah. devices, including over two dozen in North Texas. So that's that's kind of the sub-headline. Now, what's happening is police departments are partnering with Ring to get access to its social media app called Neighbors. And through that app, they can request footage from residents who have Ring devices. Mm. So in the investigation of a crime, let's say, let's say maybe something happened outside your house, but you weren't involved, they can use this app to request footage from your Ring doorbell to see what happened outside in front of your house, basically. Hmm. What do you think about that? Just general premise. How do we feel about this I idea? mean, I personally have some thoughts on it. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. It's not the most exciting thing for me. Um, but I think it's, from a business perspective, a huge market. I mean, I think it just brings the conversation around to law enforcement agencies and the entire I, I guess, like, the entire organizational structure of law enforcement spends a lot of money. Right. And they have to invest in a lot of technologies and a lot of um, supplemental tools and materials and things like this. Uh, I mean, in 2017 alone, budgets for some of our biggest cities in the United States ranged from Orlando's, like, $150 million mm-hmm. to New York City's $4.89 billion on policing budgets. Which is a lot of money. Right. I mean, obviously, some of that's going to salary. Some of that's going to literal operational, like, policing. But a lot of that money also gets funded back into equipment upgrades and um, purchasing tools like, you know, I'm not sure if there was any money actually spent in this negotiation process with Ring. But I think it just goes to show there is a market for businesses to obviously sell to law enforcement agencies. So I think it's probably a a bright side to those kinds of companies saying, wow, check this out, a unique opportunity to partner with law enforcement agencies across the country. This is a great business opportunity. That's a good point. I hadn't thought necessarily about it from Amazon's perspective of, oh, look, like this is a market we can tap into. Right. And uh, let's see, Google owns Nest, right, which also has a doorbell type device. So if Amazon beats kind of uh, Google to the punch at this, that's definitely a win in their column, right? Like if there's a large untapped market of municipalities and law enforcement agencies, uh, tap that market, get that money, I suppose. Exactly. And Google and Amazon are at each other's throat always. Uh, I mean, we talked about it on this show, even with our breakdown of Google Shopping's new hub, that they're trying to keep traffic on Google and keep it away from people going to Google to search Amazon and then going to Amazon to shop. Right. So it's it's pretty interesting. Um, and then I just think beyond that, the whole concept of um, a company using this kind of technology to partner with law enforcement agencies, I think it brings up similar privacy concerns that you see um, drone companies have to deal with. And this is something that I'll preview a little bit when we talk about Interdrone that I'll further talk about at Interdrone. Sure. But the public perception around drones and around technology in law enforcement's hands is not always a positive one. Right. And there is a lot of PR and marketing that has to go into convincing a community that you using this technology f- to help law enforcement is a benefit to your community. It's That's helpful true. for your community. And it goes as far as to Amazon and Ring 
actually assisting law enforcement agencies on how to communicate to people that just live in homes that have ring mm -hmm. on like how to talk to them to get them to share this footage with you. Right. Which on one hand you might say, okay, that's like, wow, they're helping train them to use better language to get better use out of this technology. That's going to be helpful for those people. But on the other hand, it's also like, oh, okay. So basically it's encouraging handing over footage to a database that there isn't a lot of, um, like statute of limitations on right now internal yeah. documents from rings from a cnet article um reviewed by cnet show that police are allowed to pass ring videos around to other law enforcement agencies and keep the clips for as long as they wish so there isn't really like a and that's not always necessarily a bad thing but it goes it it brings the conversation back around to there is now going to be a database of mm -hmm. people's ring footage and do consumers want that i don't know i think no but we also sign off on our data being used on every single social media site. That's a good and point. whenever we're online, I think we are a little naive to how much information is being pulled from our time online and being used for marketing, being used for research, being used for whatever targeted ads. It, it, it does not stop. And so this just feels like a more, I don't know, like organized structural like the police are ha gonna have your footage right and like i think that's scary to some people um so i think if amazon and ring and police agencies want to launch this with success right i think they're gonna need to really show that we're using this for the public benefit we're not trying to build a giant database of footage from people's homes <laughs> for whatever reason you know you have the right not to share this. You don't have to share this. Like, I think they really need to be forthcoming um, with people because I just think whenever you're dealing with privacy with law enforcement agencies, there's just some trickiness. I absolutely agree. I think that on the front side, you think this is a great idea, but you begin to think about what you're opening yourself up to on on the back end. And I, I do understand the, the various privacy concerns that people could have there. Yeah. So that's definitely something to think about. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.